0: What's up everybody? This is Alex Kelly back here with another episode of the Furloughed Film Talks Podcast here on Sunday with my brother Ryan. What's up everybody? Ryan's a little tired today. Ah, yeah. that's true. It's been a long yeah, week. Yeah, he made some chili last night. He did he, make some chili. He chilled out with his doggo Maxo and just uh, what did you do last night, Ryan? Um not much. Made chili. Played some Call of Duty. Took a little bike ride down to the Dickens on the Dan yeah, what was that all about? I I don't know. Somebody was talking about it and I didn't really... It was mostly just like a little fair, Christmas mm. fair type thing. it's mm. it cute. All the streets blocked off. And little vendors. No vendors? Interesting. Yeah, little shows on that stage. Hmm. Well, everybody where, like, thank homeless you. Homeless people hang out. Yes. Well, <laughs> Jesus I God. swear to God, every day there's this homeless dude that like... Oh yeah, he's a, he's a very nice man. You talk to him? Yeah, he comes into the Fillmore pub sometimes. Does he? Yes. Are we talking about the same guy? Yeah, uh, heavyset dude with like glasses. Isn't the African American man? Yes, with the Slytherin, uh scarf on. Sure. Yes, he has a Slytherin scarf when it's cold. Is he homeless? I think so. Because he like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because like when I when I like leave to go to work at like seven a.m. Is he there? At the he's club? there at that little like thing on yeah, his okay. on his tablet. So I think so, because um, he's always out there. It it's is very strange. nice, though. I've had, it is I've, strange, because he does always have a tablet and, like, a bicycle, so it doesn't seem like he's... Like, yeah, but, but like then at, like, 11 p.m., he's always out there, and then he'll come into the Fillmore Pub and, like, drop his bags and then go sit in the corner on his tablet and get a couple drinks. Um, it's very... Yeah, I don't know. He's a nice dude. I've talked to him at, at Fillmore before. America. So. We are yeah. homeless, have tablets, and yeah, can <laughs> drink a couple of pints at the local at the pub local, every day. At the local pub. Um... Okay. Maybe he's just, you know, he's living his best life I don't know, yeah, okay. he's a nice man Anywho, everybody, thank you for checking out The Furloughed Film Talks podcast Where we talk about random shit that's going on In our, own, our town um, As always, be sure to check out Our Twitter at furloughed film and our Instagram at furloughed film talks will be giving away free stuff that we will not ship out for a month and a half but then you'll get it and then you'll get it with Where the first fuck are our stickers they're coming in Friday so they started printing this past Friday uh-huh. and it said it would take a week for them to get here so we should have them next Friday okay um, and we'll have stickers so if you want a sticker reach out to us I can ship you one even if you're in Canada because that's now a running joke um Today we will be reviewing not one movie, but two movies yep. that are both fucking weird. Uh, two very arty art house films. Yes, um, one that is called Wolf, um, where a guy thinks. Okay, real fast. Yeah. I want. I meant to Google this, but I didn't. Is that a real thing? Is species oh, yeah, dysphoria yeah, 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 a real yeah, thing? Yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, There's so, all types of crazy in this world. That's definitely one of them. Oh, don't, don't call him crazy that's kind of fucking crazy that yeah, is a mental illness um yeah. <laughs> so he this guy thinks he's a wolf in this man's body in his body uh yeah, what do they call it it's um species dysphoria no there's something else though that like mm. it, like you know transgender is uh body dysphoria mm-hmm. there's something i think it's animal kin is there's, there's like, like a word like an actual yeah, yeah oh yeah. interesting um, Let's look this up. Yeah, Ryan's gonna Google it real fast. So no, like it's it's an interesting movie. We'll talk about that called Wolf. Other um, Otherkin, other other interesting. Yeah, other kin are subcultural people who identify as not entirely human. Some other believe their identity identity derives from reincarnation, trans species dysphoria of the soul, ancestry, or metaphor. Interesting. Yeah, I mean, but anyway, so help. a guy goes to a like. Rehab place where they're supposed to like kind of almost break you of this, and there's this really sadistic doctor who does some fucked up stuff. Yes. Uh, So we'll get into that here in a little bit, and then after that, we will talk about a movie that is very controversial right now, um, (laughs) and for very good reasons. uh, Benedet. Benedet. A French movie. Yes. Well. Uh, Yes. Yeah. It is. Um, But it's so fucking like. I, I knew the movie was in French, mm-hmm. but it's, it's it It took me until, like, well into the third act until I realized that the setting was actually in Italy. Right. Oh, I guess I never so realized French that. it's a French-language film set in Italy. Pet is in Italy?
1: Yeah, because yeah. they go to Florence. Yeah, 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 yeah. Interesting,
0: yeah. I guess I didn't really tie that together. Because um, most of it takes place... Most of oh, Benedetta is about a... Benedetta. Benedetta is a... Um, nun in a convent, I guess, in Italy. And most of the movie takes place in this convent. So it's very, you know, uh, what's it called? Very... Oh, God, what's the right word? It's contained within this convent. You sure. really don't go outside the Well, walls. mostly within, like, the town of Pescia. Yeah, yeah, so like, you don't really go outside this really, really small town. And she is a nun there who starts to get these visions of Jesus because she's the bride of Jesus and then she starts like being able to perform miracles but then some people are like I don't really think you're doing that but then it turns out that uh, she really likes this other sister yeah this and new new uh Actually, she's called a novice. Yes, she's not a full sister. Not a full yet. blown sister. Yeah. Um. But I, I love the synopsis on Google. A 17th century nun becomes entangled in a forbidden lesbian affair. Yeah. But but it's her shocking religious visions that threaten to shake the church to its very core. I think it's both. I think both are gonna sh- shake it to its very core. But yeah, mostly the uh, dildo yeah. shaped out of a uh, wooden, out of a certain certain thing. We'll get, we'll, get, we'll, we'll get that out later tease it a little bit like yeah, yeah. It's, it's uh yeah it's, it's messed up it's i can understand why some people are pissed off about this movie yeah if you're <laughs> particularly religious i could definitely see yeah, how steer this clear is. of this um so we'll get into that a little bit later but first yesterday they dropped a three minute trailer for spider-man across the spider-verse part one which is the uh, sequel to Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse uh, who did I don't even remember who voiced Miles Morales in that uh, let's, let's see look that up real fast yeah um, but it was directed by Christopher Lloyd uh, Lord and Miller um, who did 21 and 22 Jump Street um, which are really really smart dudes Shamik Moore Shamik Moore okay he did um, Nicholas Cage was in it <clears throat> yeah he was Spider or he was Spider-Noir that's dope it was he was one of my favorite characters in that movie Chris Pine was also in it. Who would he voice? Spider-Man. Uh, I don't think that's right. Yeah, I don't think most that's right either. Jake right. Johnson is the Spider-Man. Anyways. Post Malone was in it. Yeah, he did the song. And he probably played some Brooklyn dude. Oh. Um, <clears throat> Oscar Isaacs is Spider-Man 2099, which they show in this trailer. This trailer is very much a teaser, but the one thing that I think stood out to me the most... As I watched it, their animation style, or, like, the animation that they use in this is so fucking cool that, and on top of that, they basically aged up our boy, Miles Morales, a couple years. Like, you can tell, they did, like, a side-by-side. Mm-hmm. They very intentionally have made it to where, like, he is grown up just a little bit. Because he's now in college, too. Like, is he, he, like, referenced that he's, he has a dorm. No, no, he had a dorm in the last one. He was at a boarding school. Okay, but I think, don't you think the implication is he's in college now? No, I think he's still in high school, because he was like a sophomore in the last one. Oh, okay, fuck me. (laughs) Cool, man. (laughs) Sorry. Uh, No, I think that was a really cool thing that they've kind of done, because, you know, in most animation, or animated, like, movies from sequel to sequel, it's like, there's no aging whatsoever, there's no, like, Mm. especially in South Park, it's the same age for 20 years. Well, uh, but until recently, yeah. Well, we need to watch that. We do, yeah. Payne was telling me that's really funny. Um, is it a movie or is it like a? Yeah, it's a, it's an hour long. Okay. Um. So yeah, so like they kind of aged him up a little bit, and then Gwen Stacy comes out of nowhere. She hasn't been dropped off a building yet and killed. Um, Jesus Christ, man! Uh, spoilers for Amazing Spider-Man Two. Yeah. Um. But no, like I think. This kind of like kind of teases and gets people excited for it and then drops the fact that this is part one of two. Like mm-hmm. they obviously had enough story to break it up in two, which I think is really interesting because you and you kind of see it in this trailer. They start to drop into different universes. So that multiverse, that spider first thing. And so you can you can traverse a lot of different places and see a lot of different like spider men that I think is gonna be kind of a really cool Spider-Man. Sp- yeah. That's what it's called. Okay. What Spider Man's spider? Isn't that spider? Wouldn't men be the plural? I don't know. Yeah. Okay. Sure. Uh, um, <laughs> this just sounds funny. Yeah, it does a little <laughs> bit. Um, but then you you find you you kind of got some. Did you see Into the Spider Verse? Yeah, yeah. yeah, Okay. Uh, what? <laughs> did you see the post credit scene where they like officially introduce Spider Man twenty ninety nine? Uh, sure i did but okay look up i'm not uh, not recalling look up spider-man 2099 what is you that you see him in the uh this trailer is very it the briefly. one that like comes out nowhere and <laughs> is tackling him in midair yes so oh, he looks fucking cool yeah so that's spider-man 2099 um voiced by husband a friend of the show oscar isaacs <laughs> <laughs> Okay, <laughs> I have to feel, make myself feel important. Um, it's a stretch, but yeah, yeah, you're right. You know. um, it is voiced by Oscar Isaac. Yes, it's voiced by Oscar Isaac, which is going to be really fucking cool. Um, mm-hmm. And it's he's going to be playing two Marvel characters now. He is, yes. Yeah, it's yeah. going to be yeah. not confusing at all. No, no, none whatsoever, dude. I think there uh, there have been rumors that they're going to drop the like release date for Moon Knight pretty soon. No, oh, really, and that it might be like March. That would be fucking cool. Yeah. Well, that seems really early. Yeah, I don't know. I That's just some stuff that I had seen, but mm. do not do not take that. If anybody is... Lo- it's like Alex said that we think we're going to get it in October or February. Don't take my word for it. I know nothing. Uh, yeah. But take my word on everything else that I ever said on It's probably on not going to drop in February or March. Probably not, but yeah. I hope. I bet I bet sometime it's summer. I bet that... I don't think they're going to be able to do it, but, like, I think it would be way smarter if they waited until, like, Octoberish, Because, like, I think it's... That would be really cool. Yeah, I think it's going to be kind of that, like, not nightmare but, like, very uh, mm. Supernatural-esque type show. So I think it would be way smarter... Not Supernatural, like the CW show, just, like, genre Supernatural. Right. Um, I think it's going to be that kind of style, and so I think that would work a lot better for october Um, but I don't think with the way that their release schedules coming, working out and how many they have coming out, I don't think they can wait to put it out in October. So that kind of sucks. Um, but Moon Knight, what other, uh, Marvel TV shows are happening next year. Miss Marvel, uh, she Hulk, okay. Moon Knight, Loki season two, maybe. Um, I don't know if they've gone into production on that. That So that might be, that might be 2023. Yeah. Um, probably another season of what if i bet they can crank that out pretty fast that's what she said yeah what um no so i the spider spider across the spider verse part one um yeah very exciting i'm excited for it i think it's gonna be kind of cool uh that actually comes out in october of 2022 okay so yeah i think uh, october 7th yeah Cool. Yeah. Uh, anything else about that, Ryan? No. All right, what's your excitement level for Spider-Verse part uh, one? I don't know, like scale of one to three or... One to ten. One to th- Why, one <laughs> to... <laughs> Why one to three? What are you talking No, because I was thinking one to ten and I was going to say three. Oh. So, like... so you just were like, Ma- I'm just going to like max out at <laughs> three. All right. Yeah, about a three or four, I guess. I don't know. Right. Thought I don't know. Like particularly... a... I think it's like a six for me. I'll give it a six. Okay. Yeah. Did you like that uh, that thing I sent you last night? <coughs> Which one? You sent me a ton of shit. The one where they like uh, CGI NFL quarterbacks into women, and then yes, the, the guy. I sent it. you back. That was absolutely incredible. I know. <coughs> yeah, uh, no, I laughed out loud. That's why I talked um, to, talk to you about it. I love the Ratatouille uh, Adam Driver. Good soup. Good soup. That's from Girls, I think. Oh, is it? Yeah. Yeah, probably. The other one is from What If not is that a movie yes so it's daniel Radcliffe i thought i'd shown you that before maybe i'm really high on this movie i love that movie um let to see let's it see. stars daniel radcliffe and a girl whose name i can't remember right now but she's really funny in it um you recognize oh her. yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, wait, go down and see what's her name is that imogene poots uh no, no zoe Jamie kazan oh so i just saw an interview with her um on the <laughs> cool something um some youtube thing but yeah but, uh, did you see that I've seen like bits and pieces of it. Oh, a my lot. girl Mackenzie Davis is in it. Yes, the movie's hilarious. They make uh, <laughs> they make fools gold sandwiches for each other. The fuck is in a fool fools gold it's sandwich? Like peanut butter, uh, jam. It's like a huge. It's like a twelve inch sourdough roll with all this shit in it, uh-huh. and then you toast it. Supposedly, it's like what. Elvis Presley loved to make and like would eat all the time. It sounds fucking disgusting. Yeah, it's it looks like it. No wonder he was fat as fuck. Um, <laughs> but like that's what like they would make. It was a it's a good movie. It's a funny, cute little movie. Um, I have it on DVD. It's in a red box. Okay, because I stole it. Um, Sorry, what? Yeah, <laughs> who'd you steal from? Red box. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I just meant it was, like, a red DVD case. No, no, no. <laughs> Yeah, I went into somebody's home and was like, Dana Radcliffe movie, mine. All Harry Potter movie, <laughs> they charge mine. charge you for it? How's that work? Yeah, they charged, yeah. Oh, some, okay. Yeah, yeah, just never returned it. Um, cool. Cool, cool, cool. But anyways, Across the Spider-Verse, part one. Check out the trailer, available now on Tweeters or any of your places that you find trailers. Uh, YouTube. YouTube, yeah. So... <laughs> Bit shoot Now, let's get into some movies. Okay. Which one are we doing first here? I think we do Wolf. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. was Just to do the order that we saw them in? Yes, yeah. Okay. We we got pretty... I watched The Replacements last night, so I've seen about two and a half movies this week. End? Weekend? Uh, uh what, time, what time did you start The Replacements? It was on cable. I, like, went in. There was, like, an hour left. I was uh, like, you know what? I'm gonna watch The Replacements. I love this movie. Uh, okay. Um... Okay. Crazy movie um, But no Really good movie Yeah hilarious movie Kanye Reeves' best um, good. John Favreau's in it as well Is, really? is Oh yeah he's, he's like that crazy linebacker Who Oh my god He's an after in it? Yes That's fucking So cool Yeah do you remember The scene where he like Like the guy like Gets the fumble And he's like He's like Go get me the ball And he's like Argh!
1: Yeah yeah and He yeah, like yeah.
0: knocks him out And he like goes back And gives it to him And he just stands there And he's like That what? He, he's like you can go and it. Okay. <laughs> uh, anyways, we went and saw Wolf on Friday night. Um, this is a movie starring George McKay, who I did not realize who what movie he was also in until I looked it up later. Ryan, do you remember what movie George McKay was in? The guy who is a wolf in this movie. 1917? Yes, he was in 1917. I do not remember he was in 19- 1917. He's like the entire movie. He is, but like he's way more bulked up in this movie. Oh my, yeah. He and he has his shirt off. in this movie. He has his shirt off a whole lot more. And you see his butt about 100% more in this movie than Yes, you do in uh, 1917. Speaking uh, of butts also starring Lily Rose Depp. Yes! Johnny Depp's daughter. Yes, she is also... She plays a cat. Yeah, she's, um, well, she doesn't play a cat. She she, she she is a cat. She believes that she is a cat. Right. Her character believes that she's a cat. You want to run down the... Uh, other animals that were in the... Yeah, I guess that's a good... Because we've already kind of given what, like, this movie's about. Yeah. I guess it is Here, I'll read a a little... Synopsis. Synopsis real quick. Believing he's a wolf trapped in a man's body, Jacob eats, sleeps, and lives like one, Mm -hmm. much to the shock of his family. When he's sent to a clinic, Jacob and his animal-bound peers are forced to undergo increasingly extreme forms of curative therapies. However, once he meets a mysterious wildcat... Their friendship blossoms into an undeniable infatuation, and Jacob must decide whether to renounce his true self for love. Aww. Yeah. Director, Natali Bionchery. It's kind of a... Bianchi. It's kind of a, like, misleading synopsis. How so? Because it never, it never in the movie is, like, to, to, to have that love with her, it never seems like he really needed to renounce... What he believed he was, uh, I guess. I guess. And spoilers, if you're going to go see this movie. But like at the end of it, he like is escaping, and no, I think that's. And to, I don't to think stay that's true. to stay with her, no, no, to to be with her, he would have had to stay there, which would have meant to he would have to like work on not being a wolf, right? But she had been there literally. This wildcat had been there her entire life, mostly. And, yeah, mostly. But she wasn't a wildcat. She said she wasn't a wildcat. Yeah, that okay. It is kind of a poor synopsis. Or maybe it's just trying to, like... Mislead. Well, not well, mislead. Just, like, summarize at a very high level without going into the details yeah. of the... That's what I'm saying. It's because, like, he, he would have had to stay there with her because she didn't feel like she could ever leave. She didn't know what the outside was. But she was. did say at one point, like, just fake it. Just fake being a human so they stop like locking you in a cage and muzzling you so we can yeah. be together. Yeah. So like he do- he would kind of have to like renounce yeah. in some way. He would have had to, to like kind of hide who he is to be yeah, with her. Or who he thinks he is. Yeah. Okay. Um I so wanna start with this. Yeah, so I wanted to like also kind of talk about the other animals, yes. or the other patients in the clinic. Yes. So we have Rufus, who thinks he's a golden retriever. Was he a golden retriever or a German Shepherd? I thought it was a golden retriever, or whatever. He thinks he's, he's a dog. dog. Yeah. yeah, he's a fucking family dog. Um, one guy thinks he's a squirrel. Yeah, one thinks he's a squirrel. Oh, they don't have the fucking animals. Go to the IMDb. Okay. Uh, one thinks she's a parrot. One thinks she's a horse. One's a horse, yep, One thinks she's yep. a spider, spider. Which they never like really
1: Not really. Get, they never
0: really get into her, which I kinda force I kind, of, Christ, I kind <laughs> of feel like that was a missed opportunity. Um one's a duck. I know Lisa thinks she's a panda. Yeah, yeah, a panda. Um I think that's about it. Well then there's the guy that he like beats up. What did he think he was? I think that was a squirrel. No, no, no that was somebody else. Okay. It doesn't really say here. Lion? There's a lion man? Lion man? Maybe? Bro, I have no no clue. This is so crazy. But, anyways, wide cast of uh, characters. Yeah, which, like, you have the guy who thinks he's a squirrel, and that character has one of the, like, it's the first time that you realize how sadistic and fucked up, like, A, this whole clinic is. Oh, God. But, B, how, like, Messed up the actual like psychologist Is oh yeah yeah. we should point out To like the clinic is Run by this guy They call the zookeeper Who's like basically the lead psychologist of the Clinic yes and he yeah he's a Fucking sadistic bastard the, The kind of hierarchy is Like all these patients are under What's the other mother The other like psychologist's name Uh let's see Anyways, whenever we get her name, um, she is like one psychologist who kind of is all over is over everybody. But then when she, whenever they think that they're like this, the therapy is not working for that character, they then get like taken to this other psychologist who's known as the zookeeper. Mm -hmm. And she, this guy is fucking crazy. Like he is absolutely messed up. She, yeah. like, literally doesn't have a... A name. We'll just call yeah. her... The, we'll call her the other psychologist. Right. Um, she does. she's probably just, like, a counselor, basically, yeah. really. And so there is a scene where they are out in the middle of the woods, and part of, like, his therapy for them is whatever animal they are, he basically tries to he make makes them, them like do whatever that animal would do. Yeah, so, right. like, for the squirrel guy, it's like, climb this tree. And he's like, no, 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 not, and they're like, uh, I should also point out, they're all on leashes? They're on leashes. So like, George McKay's wolf and Rufus the dog, and are on, being led by like a helper on a, on both on leashes, and then the squirrel guy is being led by the zookeeper on a leash. Yeah. he's like, climb this tree, and he like yanks him down, and he's like, no, 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 not like a boy, like, like use the pads on your like hands. Like a squirrel. Yeah. And he rips his fingernail off, like. (laughs) Dude, it's Whoa. the most like I I can see it like it's burned into my mind that scene. It is so like I was just like like you're like oh god Oh god So heavy duty oh, cringe bro not even like cringe isn't the right word it's like it's just oh my god I hate it. It it yeah it's it felt so much like multiple scenes in Teton where, like, yeah. I just was in up in my chair, just like no, 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 <laughs> like bruh, um, like a motor roll coming out of some girl's boobies. Yeah, dude. Um, Teton, Teton, go see it. Um, so like that, but like that shows a what his style of like therapy is. Yeah, and how he thinks going about this is like what he is like what they're gonna try to do to show like, hey, you're not an animal. Right. Not doing it in, like, a really humane way, but, like, going to the nth degree of, like, yeah, I will fucking hurt you guys and, like, mess you guys oh, up. Yeah. Not only just, like, mentally, but physically. There's another point where, like, the, the parrot girl <laughs> is acting up and her therapy is he, like, has one of the clinic aides, like, damn near pushing her out the window. And she's like, hey, you're you're a parrot! Why don't like you just fly? Why don't you just fucking fly? Yeah. And she's like, and no! <laughs> and she's like, literally on the fourth story of this goddamn building yeah. and they're trying to push her out the window. But, like, I think the other interesting thing about, like, both of those, but specifically the squirrel one, because it's a, it's a, uh, what's it called? It's a wound on his, like, hand. He has been, like, literally... Hurt by this guy who's supposed to be taking care of him, right? Right. right. And then when the family member is there because they have like visitation, she freaks out on the psychologist, and then he kind of is able to turn it around on her and be like, "Well, don't you want her to? Like, don't you want him to get better? Like, mm-hmm. blah, blah." And so it's it's very much the thing where it's like, "Oh yeah, yeah, yeah." And then like he just like, gets off scot free. So you have oh yeah, 100%. like these family members being manipulated by this guy so that he can serve like. Whatever the hell he wants. And it's this crazy dynamic in this movie. The even crazier thing in this movie... Is like... At a certain point... To try to impress upon... um, The wolf on Jacob... He takes him down... Like... Apparently they have these multiple cells... Where they keep... um, Like... These patients that are beyond help... Basically... And one of them is like this wolf dude... Who is literally like is as a lion. lion, the lion man. And he's been there for like uh, you know decades, it sounds like decades forever, and he's just like in there with nothing but like a raggedy t shirt on, like just Winnie the Pooh in it. And, and he, shit all over. Like the covered in shit. And the zookeeper was like, Yeah, I mean, he came to us completely beyond like any remote sense of being able to be helped so we just have to keep him keep him here locked up like who the fuck like this seems so far beyond the like acceptable realm of medical applications yeah. like who the fuck's family is cool like yeah we just have a family we locked up as a fucking lion it's some <coughs> like Animal yeah, dysphoria like, clinic and back up a like, little how bit. How is this? How is this possible? Back up a little bit because, like, the story that they give is he was like abandoned on like a desert island with a bunch of other people. And no, they, no, no. He was a survivor of a plane crash. On a plane crash, yeah. yeah, like on a desert island, like on an island. somewhere. on an island with a group of they people had to eat somebody. Like, right, they had to like, eat one of the survivors to like survive stay alive and so it's like after that he just like thought he was a lion it was like wait what (laughs) like right um so yeah like yeah no it is the zookeeper forcing these patients to do fucking crazy things and then getting them injured that's like Barely the tip of the iceberg, and how fucking sadistic and crazy this place is. Yeah. And the Lion Man was like not the only one. You also could hear in the background like some fucking elephant person. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Right? And then the Wildcat, of course, like they try to, they very, really like subtly try to explain that she's been there since she was like a young child. And somehow her parents are far worse than this place that she's like being held at Mm -hmm. um so yeah like this place is fucking crazy yeah uh places like this actually like probably do exist out there not the exact like exact same scenario of like animalistoria, but there are a hundred percent like for-profit menstrual institutions or drug rehabilitation centers that like just fucking basically trap people there yeah under the guise of trying to like cure them yeah it's a wild system but like i think the overarching like message of this movie is supposed to be like you know you can you have society that tells you like whoever you think you are like you should have it basically beaten out of you Mm -hmm. and there's also like they have these tvs like playing where it's don't you want to be normal and it's like these like really happy go lucky people just like leading living their lives but it's obviously like fake as hell like yeah it's like hey this is what th- you should be and it's like well no nobody's really that happy like nobody really is that way so it's like i thought that was a really interesting message to show like hey society thinks that you should be one way and even if you think you are a fucking wolf or spider or whatever like you know embrace that or and don't like let this mundane's like lifestyle or these statistic assholes like beat that shit out of you but also don't go to like Killing people, like right, yeah. I'm not sure if that was like the intended message of the eh. movie. What do you yeah. think the intended message of the movie was? Um, you no, no, not really. I, I don't know. I mean, like, you can't really say that the intended message is like, oh, just be yourself, and if you want to be like a wolf, just be a wolf. Because like I'm not even uh, saying necessarily. I just think it was more of a. <clears throat> They're going to be very cruel people throughout the world that are going to, like, try to, you know, beat something out of you or go to very yeah. extreme lengths and try to, like, present a idea of what life or who you should be mm-hmm. and give you, like, it's like, hey, like, if you just change yourself, like, you can have this. And it's like, well, not necessarily because that thing that you're aspiring to isn't real either. Like, that's not really a right. either. So it's like. Yeah, I think, like, you're like partially correct i think it's more of there's always going to be a conflict in every individual between like your individual self and what the kind of uh typical like societal norm is right and the conflict between those two that everyone has to traverse because you know if you're just yourself all day long like you might not get on very well in normal-day society, but, Mm -hmm. like, if you try to conform 100% to everyday society, you're probably going to be fucking miserable and, like, killing yourself. You're going to lose 100% of who you are. Right. You're going to trap yourself inside, like, this idea of what you think you should be. Yeah, so there's, like, a very fine balancing act between, you know, in this case, being a full-blown wolf butt-naked in the woods running around. Yeah. And, you know like exactly what the typical perfect society member looks like. But also then there's the idea of like, especially within the case of Kat or whatever they called her character Mm -hmm. like basically trapping yourself inside this like box and not wanting to go out into the world at all and not like thinking like oh, that's a really scary place. Like, I don't think I can survive in that place. Right. And literally trapping yourself inside this, like, prison and not Mm -hmm. wanting to go out and staying in the safe confines of what that is that you've known your entire life. Right. Um, I think that is a message as well. Yeah. I also like the... I don't know if this is an intended message, but you can also, like, draw an analogy between sometimes the, like, the... Uh, remedy or the the medication or like the solution to problems can be far worse than the like underlying problems themselves true like let's get controversial here like covid like some could argue that like the lockdowns didn't really work and like some of the unintended consequences of the response to covid was actually worse than what the like Eventual uh, eventualities of not doing anything for COVID were because, like, yeah, drug abuse skyrocketed, suicide skyrocketed, like, how many ha- uh, poverty s- skyrocketed, like, how many people were unnecessarily affected in that way when they probably wouldn't have been, you know, uh, affected to the same severity from COVID itself, like, in the same way, what you're not. I, I, we disagree on some stuff with COVID, but like, I think with lockdowns initially it was a immediate reaction to something that we did not fully understand. So it was like, okay, what do we do? Yeah, like we have to do this. And this is the exact same and thing. So it's 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 <clears throat> like animal dysphoria right. or body dysphoria is something that modern day psychologists don't fully understand. And but also like I I don't, don't want to get into COVID too much, but like that was also back when it was like hey do we need to be wearing masks or not and there was like controversy around that and then that became politicized and it was like okay well this is going to help and you know there were things that we could have done with COVID that like at one point or another we just like completely disagreed upon as a society as like a country Yeah. and we could have mitigated a whole ton of this shit now do I think you know there should have been places that like shut down outdoor dining no like it's ridiculous to me that people are like I was listening to the radio going to work, and it was uh, Peter King, and he was like, "Well, when I I'm, I live in New York, like when I'm in, inside my apartment building, like I wear a mask. When I'm walking my dog outside, I wear a mask." And it's like, "Dude, you're fucking outside! Like, shut up! Like, yeah, like that's fucking." And stupid. And he's probably vaccinated. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, and so like, it's just like that to me is so fucking stupid. Um, but like, I think, I think at at certain points, like lockdowns. Were necessary Um, Do I think that they should have gone on For months and months and months? No But like I think To at least put an end To a couple weeks worth of like Shit just raging through Like yeah I think that's helpful But yeah like there are There's unintended There's consequences to any of these things There's consequences for You know Every single part of this entire pandemic And so it's yeah It's like what Who's going to get hurt? Who's going to get, you know, completely screwed on? And
1: Yeah, I mean, my no point
0: wasn't, like, to get bogged down in, like, a code. I know. I'm, well, just, I'm just saying, like, you know, th- there are some cases where... But it's with any drug, right? Any, anything. Any type of, you know, thing that you do for a problem, there's going to be unintended consequences to it. Mm-hmm. And especially within, you know, doing something for species dysphoria. Like, anytime you have a new... Remedy for something. There's going to be stuff that you don't understand initially, right? And then you have to say like, oh, okay, well, that's yeah, not, okay, that's well, not worth my it. My point, my point here is that like there should there are likely multiple approaches to dealing with body dysphoria or mm. species dysphoria, and what was showcased in this movie was one of the probably the most severe and the most sadistic ways of approaching yeah. it. And so, like, this is a good case example of. Hey, in this this very uh, you know unique case, the like the medicine is far far worse than like the actual uh, disease, and it, it probably is not gonna like work very well. Like you even see, like even see that Rufus the dog. He like they have this little graduation ceremony, and a few of the patients get to leave, and then within like a week or so, Rufus is like literally his mom had to bring him back on a leash, on all fours, and, like, in the process of bringing him back into the clinic... Was that his mom, or was that, like, a sister, or... I'm pretty sure it was his mom. Okay. On, on IMDB, it said Rufus's mom. Okay, that makes sense. okay. And, uh, like, he literally, like, lifts his leg and pisses on the wall yeah, when and he... he... gets his face, like, put in right. it. Right. So, clearly, like, the, the way they're approaching trying to, uh, uh, they're, like put these people through therapy in a very aggressive manner like isn't working yeah like yeah i I think there's a little bit of something to that no and i think like but i think the other part of that is especially and this kind of can go back to the whole covid thing but i think it's with any treatment or any way of like looking at how you handle something that is going wrong you need to be open to all avenues you need to be open to all ways of handling it and you, well, to, to a certain point. Yes. Yeah. Right? Like, but no, no, yeah, no that's with, my point. For though, COVID, like, within the first, <laughs> like, month or two, like, sure, it should be maybe have, like, locked down and tried no, to... I'm also talking about, like, the whole ivermectin thing, the hydro, hydrochloroquine thing, and the, like... And <clears throat> with, I guess, species dephoria, like, doing it with, hey, let them, you know, kind of see what they are as an animal or, like, dress... Like, one person was let the parrot was able to like dress up as a parrot like yeah do whatever you think you need to do and be open to it and don't demonize or just because you don't necessarily agree with that person like say like no like the way you're trying to handle it is wrong now if there's evidence that it doesn't work all right then like talk about it and be open about it but like don't demonize the other person for it right. i think demonizing anybody for anything is a fucking stupid ass thing to do and we do it way too often these days yep right for sure. Yeah. All right. I think Ryan's done with wolf talk. Ryan, what would you give wolf on a max Jindo head wolf rating? You got a five Jindo max heads. Out of five? Out of five. That's what we do. Oh, we out of do, five. Uh, yeah, five. I thought you were saying five out of five. No, like, no, no. Um, I would probably give it a 3.5. Okay. I was going to go... I'll go 3.5 as well. Okay. I'll, I will agree with my brother. It's a... I put... Ryan was very nice to... Quote tweet my tweet the other day about it oh, I did, He yeah. tweeted my tweet uh, A rare tweet for my uh, yes. Yeah For my Twitter account It was a tragic movie at the end But um, yes. I think it had some very poignant messages to it and I, I do think... not at all agree with like the Oh the Rotten Tomatoes score Critic consensus for this movie Does it have a audience score yet? Um, let's see It's right there The obvious right. uh... So it's sitting at 42% Critic score 40% audience score God damn Yeah okay. that's I don't know man It's That's too low to me Yeah So if If you were A animal What uh What, like an what animal, animal would I be Yeah Um I'm gonna go Mongoose 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 Okay I don't know I'd, I'd be a Pikachu A Pikachu That's not an animal Ryan <laughs> You sure Yes <laughs> I'm pretty sure <laughs> Okay I'm like 99% sure Okay I'd be a Jundo. Okay That's yeah So a dog yeah. Can I change my answer? I really don't know what I would be. I Okay. I'd be a platypus. Why? Because then I'd be Perry, and I could be a secret detective. You also, like, what do, what do platypus eat? No idea. I think it's like you just eat eating shrubs all day. Seriously? Yeah. Google, what do platypuses eat? <laughs> I just like the word platypus as well. I think that's a fun word. Platy... It's P A P A L. Platypus. There we go. Eat. What do platypus eat in Minecraft? That's Eat uh, small water animals such as insect larvae, oh freshwater shrimps, and crayfish. Okay, then yeah, you shrimp. can eat shrimp. You can eat crawfish. Sweet. All right. Yeah. yeah. You don't I'm, like I'm, crawfish I'm, very much, though. No, but I like shrimp. Um, yeah, I'll be a I'll be a platypus. Um, huh. They don't have the longest uh, lifespan, you know. How long do they live for? About 17 years. Huh, that's not too bad. Yeah. All right, so that is wolf. Yep. What? Were you gonna say? I was going to say you know like there's some uh animals that live like centuries, seriously. Yeah. Do yeah, don't tortoises live super long? Yeah. Sick. And gators. Gators live long? For sure. Huh. Interesting. Dinosaurs, man. Yeah, true. Um all right, so Wolf is out in theaters right now. You can go check that out. It probably will be on VOD very soon. So check out Wolf. Now, Ryan. Yeah. Let's get a little sacrilegious up in here. Okay. Pull out the rosaries and let's talk some Benedetta. In the uh, yeah. Benedetta. So Benedetta. This should have been called Bartolomeo. Bartolomea. yeah. Yeah. Um, this is an absolutely wild French movie set in Italia. Um, I don't know. In the city of Pescia, there is a nun. Who thinks that she can speak to Jesus, and also likes to use a uh, wooden dildo on herself? So, well, yeah, her girlfriend uses it on her. Decked, yeah. Directed by Paul Verhoeven, who actually did RoboCop. Yeah, can you fucking imagine the same dude that did Benedetta did RoboCop back no. in '87? He did. Also, did Starship Troopers. Um, this guy knows how the fuck. Yeah, this guy has been all over the place. So. Uh, Ryan, do you want to give a quick, quick synopsis of what Benedetta is about, or did I just do it? Basically, well, I mean, we, yeah, we have read the synopsis, okay. So I think our listeners <clears throat> understand. Have what a good this understanding. Help. Yeah, this movie's freaking crazy. Yes. Um, where where should we start with Benedetta? Your mom, Ryan. We have the same mom. <laughs> I keep saying. What if mom this. listens to this? And she will. She listens to a, your mom joke. Jeez, oh, mom, don't see this movie by the way. Oh, yeah, 100%. Don't see yeah. either of these movies. No, definitely don't. Yeah. Um, do you think that it should have this much controversy around it? Let's start there. No. Okay. Absolutely not. Why not? Uh, well... I tend to agree with you, but I'm just <laughs> going to ask the question. For the for the first thing, like, in 2021, the, the fact that anyone is with a straight face leading protests against anything is fucking hilarious because, like, bro, if you're protesting against anyone like operating under sacrilege and against the virgin mary Mm -hmm. like holy fuck okay there's like maybe like 30 people in in dallas fort worth that believe in like catholicism still and these people are like outside the texas theater yeah protesting benedetta like who who are young who's who are you trying to convince like you no know what you're not convincing anybody. No, anyone that like still believes in the in this shit still believes in it. Everyone else, like you're not, you're, you're not changing shit. I'm sorry. Yeah, like, okay. You're not. That's what you mean, right? But I that does not go to the. Do you think it is somewhat sacrilegious, or do you think it is? Con- it's a true fucking story. I know. Trust me. I know so it's not. No, no it's wait, not. Wait, 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 wait. It's a. It's inspired by events. Um, okay. Like, would you not think that those people who are, like, protesting this movie think that some of that stuff is, like, false? Like, that this Benedetta character, like, didn't do some of the bad shit that they said she did? First off, I don't... I'm not even really sure, like, what they're protesting. I don't even. Like, either. why are they protesting this movie? It's just a fucking true story about, like, a, yeah. a naughty little nun that likes to, you know, <laughs> fuck women and, like use fake viz- visions and stigmata to, like, further her notary that's, career. That's, what I think, what they're saying, though, is, like, that's not, like, well, I'm, I'm projecting at this point, uh-huh. but do you not think that they're, like, no, like, she actually did that stuff, and it's not fake, and, like... I don't know. Maybe protest, like, the Catholic priests that are fucking kids. That's, maybe, yeah, that's would be not a century portrayal yeah, yeah. of, uh, you know, a nun. Uh, I don't know, like, maybe priorities, guys, but, like, no, I... I I don't. I really don't understand what their process. But, but well, for, that's what I'm asking. You. What if it is? They say she really did those miracles, and this movie is pointing or is trying to say that she didn't—that she was a fraud. Then they're out of their fucking minds. Yeah. Well, like, mom is gonna love this one. Then <laughs> <laughs> I think she would agree. Like, I mean, honestly, agree? they're out you of their fucking. Like, how could they possibly what? know that a 17th century? Oh, God, oh, oh okay, 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 like. Okay, okay. You're they, saying they did these things? Okay, but I yeah, and what I would say to that is, I'm literally just playing devil's advocate at this point. Um, sure. Devil's advocate in a Christian movie, all right, religious movie. Um, they would say like, no, but like she actually did those things because like within the Christian faith, you believe that like Jesus talks to certain people okay. and that these types of acts can happen or these types of miracles could happen. Right. And to for this movie to say like that she was a fraud and she was uh-huh. faking this stuff That's sacrilegious because isn't she is she not like a revered character within the catholic faith or like i don't think so okay i because i'd never heard of this character before no so it's like and she's absolutely not because she was like forced to live in the convent in in like shame for the rest of her mm-hmm. life after the events of the story so, so, yeah, so that no, no, way makes no sense of why they would be like trying to protect her name i mean i could i could see them trying to protest against any movie depicting like these quote-unquote miracles as being false right? and that's like like, i could see that but even again that's like kind of stupid because didn't you have to say like oh a hundred percent of anybody claiming to have miracles or like these type of Supernatural things are happening. A hundred percent of them were telling the truth, and a hundred percent of them did yeah. actually happen. And nobody in the two thousand years of Christianity has ever tried to fake one of these. Has ever had to fake one of these to like further some kind of goal? Like yeah. that's fucking. In- that's insane. That's yeah. absolutely okay. No, I just think that's a good place to start with this whole talk because okay. this movie it it, it is a hundred percent about. This woman who like fully believes in God and gets I think she does I don't know I don't know if she does, dude. Like I there I think there's some uh like question as to does she really believe in God, or is it, like she's just doing this to gain power within the the convent and we're not just saying in the convent, but like over certain people within the convent. Like or, yeah, over certain people that she has you know conflict with or like over the entire church itself because like towards the end of the movie when the dude from florence with from the church comes mm-hmm. like she kind of has power over the entire town yeah and like was um like dictating that no one should come into that town because of the plague mm-hmm. so like she has a lot of power even outside of the covenant within the town itself yeah, which, like, the whole, and I don't want to get, like, super back into COVID stuff, but, like, the whole plague thing was, like, wow, this feels really on the nose right now. Like, right? This, is, this is super weird to watch. Uh, I was actually reading something last night uh, in Plano in the 1890s. There was a smallpox outbreak. Seriously? Yeah, and they quarantined uh, the entire area from modern-day Preston to Coit. And from Parker to Spring Creek, so we wouldn't have been in that. Uh, no, we would have. Well, no, 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 no we wouldn't so- uh, south of it. We would just have missed it. Well, yeah, is that right? Yeah, it might have been Park though. If it, was it was like Park, then yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. But if it was Parker, no, because that <laughs> that's Preston. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Pressed, Preston, Preston, Coit and then Parker to Spring Creek. Uh huh. Yeah, so that's like that whole area from. Uh, where that Wells Fargo like pluckers is? Yeah, up to Spring Creek. Yeah, up to Spring Creek and then down that way. Right, right, right. So, yeah, anyways, have you been to that uh cemetery Sorry. that's like in our neighborhood? In our neighborhood? Yeah. There's not a cemetery in our neighborhood. Yeah, there is. Where? It's like hidden. Well, it's not I guess it's not technically in our neighborhood. It's across uh two lane from our neighborhood. Across two lane. In over by uh Across the Greenbelt? No, no, no. Okay, so, like, if you're going... Oh, up, across Tulane. Okay. If you're going up Browning and you go across Tulane... Yeah. Uh, you know, so, like, where that neighborhood is and then that new kind of development yeah. where that is? Yeah, yeah. Uh, before that was there, like, you could go up the alleyway that was on the very edge of, like, the old development, mm-hmm. and there's this, like, really small plot of land from the 1890s, where there's, like, a cemetery. Holy shit, no. Yeah, and then they built the new development just around it, and... Was it... Do you remember before they built that new development, they had, like, it was all grass, and then they had that, like, ravine and all those trees? Yeah, It yeah. wasn't near there, was it? No. Okay, so it was... I can the- show you where it is, but, like, okay. it's... it's there was a family that like fifteen members of their family died from smallpox all at once. Yeah. And it's like the cemetery for that. Holy and it's hell. been there since like 1895. Jesus Christ. Yeah that's crazy. Yeah. No, I did not know about that. So huh. anyways. Right. Plano. Quarantines. <laughs> um Back in New Benedetta. Uh let's get into by far the craziest part of this movie and the part that like I think I want to be fascinated to see what you think the craziest part of this movie is okay the part that like I think if you wanted to find controversy in it even if it was true that they depicted it I would understand why Christians were kind of pissed off about it okay <sighs> okay now that you bring this up I know exactly why even if I was like hardcore Christian yeah I would have a problem I think with maybe probably this with this and yeah yeah. it is the uh wooden dildo scene yes so sorry mom turn off this part uh or any moms listening just just, uh pause or skip for five minutes yeah yeah so early in the movie as a young child benedetta is like uh handed over to the convent which that makes it even worse like that part like when you think about it that way somehow makes this like scene even worse way worse Mm -hmm. yeah so and uh young Benedetta has a small wooden figure of the Virgin Mary that her mother has given her. Uh, and later on, you know, in adulthood, um, Benedetta's new uh, lava yeah, convent friend uh, takes said Virgin Mary wooden tattoo and because whittles she... it down into a wooden dildo. Because her fingers can't get yeah, her fingers can't reach the uh, can't, proper spot. Yeah, can't reach deep enough. Right, so they need a wooden delta. Yeah, and so she literally carves it out of the Virgin Mary. So, yes, I can, I can very much see... And it uses it on her. Yeah, she does. And yeah. then all you see, and this is where it gets graphic, sorry, Mom, you see the Virgin Mary protruding out from Benedetta. Right. And it was the oddest... Dude, like, when, when she pulls it out, I literally just, like... Gasped like like and like was leaning forward and like this isn't actually about to happen like they're not really about to like oh, yeah. do this and oh yeah they do French films don't go no but like I that like is I can I can understand it like I can get yes I can it, I could fully understand especially in the Catholic faith where the Virgin Mary is kind of like almost on the same par as Jesus himself yeah I could a hundred percent understand why they would have an issue with uh, the movie taking, like, one of their highest esteemed idols and fashioning it a Wooden Delta. Which, sure. like, I think, because these people were protesting it Friday, Thursday or Friday. Yeah. Okay, so, a couple quick things. How many of those people do you think actually have watched this? Zero. Okay, yeah. So, <laughs> do you think... <laughs> no. Do probably you, not. Do you think any of those people... Knew that this was in the movie? Yeah. Okay, maybe, maybe. Before it premiered. Because if it's not out, then, like, people haven't really been talking about it. I think maybe they would have, because, A, this was an official selection for cons, and this... And mo- there's a book. Right. And so, that detail was probably in the media somewhere. Okay, So, yeah. They, yeah. They, I, I bet zero of them have actually seen it, but I'm sure that they were aware of, like, the finer details of what happened in this movie. Which that's a question like i really want like maybe not though because like any fucking religious movie that comes out there is always someone that's protesting it right like all the um oh god the fucking conjuring movies like those always get fucking protested because it's yeah all right i didn't even think about that i was thinking more about like this is a quick side note but like dogma yeah. When that came out. That, that deservedly got... I love that movie. Yeah, it's great. But, but, like, that got protested, and Kevin Smith went out and, like, joined one of the protests, and they interviewed him. I remember. And yeah. he, like, that's one of the funniest things I've ever seen. Um yeah, 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 yeah. But, no, like, I would love to... Like, do you not think... This is and this is a question I would love to ask those people who are uh, protesting it. We should try to get someone on. I would love to go. I really want to go down to the Texas theater and see if they're like still down there. They're definitely not. I know, but like I would love to go and ask them this question. I'm going to ask you this. The question I would ask them is: Have you seen the movie? Right. And they probably say no. And then the next question would be: Do you not think you need to see the movie to then protest it to fully understand like what you are protesting? Yeah. Is that not, like, should that not be the first, like, criteria for protesting something? Like, fully understanding, like, what you are up in arms about? Um, I mean, if that's, I don't know. If that's... Sh- a- I, I'm, okay, should it? I'm asking, should it be? Like, obviously not, because it happens all the fucking time. Yeah, like, yeah. Should it not be, like... No, I don't think so. I don't think that's, like, why? a strict requirement. I'm not saying strict, but for, like, somebody who wants to be fully informed about what right. they're talking about, should you not then know or well, like let me ask have you this. It. Let me ask you this. Like if someone just like off the cuff told like imagine we're living in like nineteen thirty eight and someone okay. off the cuff just told you, hey, did you know that, you know, in Germany right now they're like gassing Jews? hmm Like, do you have to do a lot of research or do you have to like travel to Germany to like investigate this for yourself for you to protest and be up in arms about that? Or like are you well within your rights to go ahead and protest and, like, raise hell about it without you doing that. Better question. Well, Mm -hmm. not better question. I apologize for that. question I would then ask is, because I'm not a history buff, in 1938, how much evidence was there of what was happening? Because wasn't it for multiple years, like, it was super, super secretive of what was happening in Germany up to the point where, like, they had the Olympics no, there. not really. Okay, I mean, that's why I'm asking, well, okay. That's why I'm asking these questions. because. Well, like, it was just steady progression, right? Like, yeah. it went from, you know, uh, villainization of, like, Jews, Jews and other groups into, like, separation and eventually, like, concentration camps. Yeah. By the point, like, so, what year did like concentration? I can't believe we're having this conversation. What year did that uh, start? It was like mid to late like thirties. Okay, so by like thirty eight, there would have been a lot of. But okay, that that's it's such a different like. Yeah, yeah, yeah okay, okay. Like at a certain at a certain point, everyone knew that it was happening, mm-hmm. and, and like, you know, because I mean, there were like underground American uh, organizations that were trying like trying to help. Jews escape from Europe, right? But the American government, A, was like, hey, you know, we got way bigger problems right now, like, we're, you know, trying to keep from Britain from falling to the Germans, so, like, trying to save, as bad as it sounds, like, that's kind of, like, a lower priority, and then uh it's not that's what was happening like that's history that's what was fucking happening right, right at right. that time period like so to say that it's not like a oh that's what i think it's like no it's like what the official american government like line was right as this was going on yeah so well there's a whole bunch of shit that i know but like i'm just saying um <clears throat> so yeah so no 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 i like back to venedetta and like but, my por protesters, yeah, yeah. like I, you know, know, I just think, I think like, they should have a like decent understanding. Do they have to sit through the entire two and a half hour movie to like, you know, raise concerns about it? No, I don't think that's like a prereq at all. I just think like if you if you were to have like a full conversation because, like, I can see why some people would be kind of upset about this movie, like right. specifically for that one scene, right, right, right. But for like the rest of it, I think you need to see most of it to have that nuanced like understanding of what the whole movie is about yeah and it's a fucked up movie and it's a fucked up story and it Mm -hmm. it really kind of is about someone wanting power and going to kind of like crazy freaking extremes yeah but also kind of what the church system was and what you know or still is and what that what those dynamics were like and so it's just a story of power and greed and lust and all this different stuff and it's fucking crazy like it's a crazy movie right um, that's another thing like i don't really understand modern day people protesting something like a depiction of something that happened in the 17th century because like the church basically ran things back then and yeah. they were brutal uh, like dude like yeah that's another scene that like i, I mean, think could be controversial as the well. catholic church did some fucked up like i mean they're, they're of course still doing fucked up things but like they were in insanely like fucked up Brutal. back back in like the middle ages through the renaissance so but i think that's another scene that could be very controversial to the catholic church and you're talking about the torture scene yes yeah where it's like they basically are trying to get her like lover Bartholomew or Bartholomew. yeah yeah to, like confess that they had had this like affair. tort affair with a virgin dildo. Yes, and basically they like tie her butt naked to a table, and they're like confess, and she's like, "I confess for some sister to die," and they're like, that's "No, not. she confessed like that being in love with yeah, the, yeah," and she's like, "That's not what we want," and they're like, "She's like, well, that's all I'm going to confess to," and he's like, "All right, bro," and like turns to the guy who's like the torture person, mm-hmm. and he's like, and they like shove something. And do that whole thing, and it's just yeah. like Jesus, like oh my god, like yeah. So, how did we pick the two movies that both have torture scenes? I don't, dude, I don't know. You, picked, you picked the second one. You were like, I want to go see this. And looked, I was like, All right, yeah, yeah it, it looks interesting. It looked, it was very interesting. Like, I think it's a, it's a good movie. It's just yeah, we've I mean, been, we've been really. May, co- maybe they were protesting like the fact that the Catholic Church tortured people as well, because maybe they don't. Really believe that? Yeah, which is crazy. Um, well, what w- were you gonna say? We were even what? Huh? We we're gonna say something about? Oh, we've been really focused on like the pro- like the protesting and like controversy behind it. Where like the overall movie is interesting. Um, it it's kind of hard to follow at some points where like you're really confused as to like oh is this like really happening? And there's like kind of little details of okay well. Did she, like, make this up? So you're kind of, like, not... You're on, like, an off-kiltered footing, like, the entire movie. Yeah. All the way up until the ending when you've basically got, like, a riot in the middle of, like, the town square as she's about to, be, like, be burned alive. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they kill the papo. Dude, it's just a crazy movie. Like, I, I don't know what else to say about this movie other than, like, it's a wild ride. And if you have the stomach for it and you want to see something kind of controversial, like, go watch it. But if you're not somebody who like really likes movies or you know doesn't have the stomach for anything that's gonna like kind of push your boundaries, mm-hmm. don't check this out. Like you're yeah. not you are not going to enjoy yourself. I think it's a like fantastic period piece. Like you want to see a movie about you know a 17th century convent in mm-hmm. Italy. This is a super cool kind of uh, depiction of that, and it's a very Like you said, it's a wild ride. It has, you know, I think a story you're not really going to see anywhere else. Like, I don't think in any other movie you'll ever see will you you see a nun in a 17th century convent have a lesbian affair and then be, uh, you know, caught and then... Accused of this uh, happening, then going through a trial through the, the Catholic Church and being sentenced to being burned alive, and like oh, all these, like, this another, is sub- the, another sister having to flog herself. like This would be a one of a kind story. Um, very uncomfortable at times, very interesting for the most part. Uh, but I think if it's uncomfortable, it means that it's evoking an emotion, which yeah, is very hard to do within movies. Um, so, like, I think that speaks. To, or is a testament to like what this kind of movie was. Um, Max, do you have anything to say about Benedettia? He's like, no. You guys don't ever fucking take me to the movies. No, we could. Man, I don't. I don't get to see him. We'll take you to the drive-in. Um, oh, okay. okay. All right, Ryan. Second one today. But what is your Max Gendo head rating for? Benedetta. We give this bad boy a uh, 4.25. Okay. I'm going to give it a 4 out of 5. Okay. Um uncomfortable, crazy, wild, not for everybody, but a movie that I think if you are into history or, you know, into religion at all, I think it's one that you should definitely check out. So go check out Benedetta in your local cinema. Right, Ryan. This has been a wild episode today. That wraps up episode one twenty we We got three more to so one twenty five, man. Yeah, we are just humming oh along right now. But oh everybody, goodness. have a good. Or just have a great week. Today's a Monday when this episode comes out. So always check out the Furloughed Film Talks Twitter at Furloughed Film and on Instagram at Furloughed Film Talks. And tell three of your friends about the show. Have a great rest of your week, and we will talk with you soon. Adios, amigos.